In other news, there's an election this week. And, um, you know, we as a nation, uh, obviously all, many, many, many people have voted already. Um, but as a nation, going to the polls and, um, you know, there's a great opportunity for um, division, for challenge, for difficulties. Um, and so this morning, we just want to take a little bit of time. I want, I'm going to share a brief message and then we actually want to pray for our nation. You know, one of the words, well, the word for church in the New Testament, Jesus says this. He says, uh, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail yes. against it. Do we agree that? Yes. Yeah, it was Jesus' words himself. And that word, uh, we know, we've been, um, up, others have unpacked it for us. That word is ekklesia. It's a, it's a word borrowed from the Greek. Um, it's a, a group of called out ones that are uh, for the benefit of the city that they live in. Um, and so our, our belief is that we want the Lord to prosper and to bless our nation. That actually Paul says in 1 Timothy, in fact, let's turn to 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 6. I'm just going to set some context for us as we begin to pray. 1 Timothy chapter 2, and we're going to look at verses 1 to 6 or maybe 7. It says this, this is the Apostle Paul writing to Timothy, who is his son, who he had left um, to, uh, in Ephesus to, to look after the church. And so Paul, as a father, is writing to Timothy as his son, not, a, not an actual son, but a spiritual son. And uh, he's giving him some advice on how to lead the church. And so verse uh, one, of, 1 Timothy chapter 2 says this, First of all then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good. And it is pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and man, the man, Jesus Christ, who gave himself as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. For this I was appointed, a preacher and an apostle. I am telling the truth, I am not lying. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and in truth." Don't you just love the gospel? Yeah. I was just overwhelmed in, as we were taking communion. You know, the Bible says this. It says that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't deserve his love. We didn't deserve his salvation. There was nothing in us of our own goodness that he looked at us and said, I can see that they're almost good. I'm going to give my life for them. No. The Bible also says that we were God's enemies. That we therefore hated him and we wanted nothing to do with him. And yet, in his great love, he loved us 
Father loved us to send his son Jesus to the cross. Jesus loved us so much that he was willing to come to the earth, to live in our place, to experience everything that we'd experienced, to live our life but in a perfect way to God, and then to surrender his life, to lay down his life, not just for his friends but for his enemies. That we would receive the righteousness of God, God's rightness, God's purity and, per- and perfection in Christ Jesus. And that's his desire. For God loved the world that he wanted to save every single one of us. And there's no one outside of his grace. There's no one outside of his love. There's nobody that's too far gone to experience the love of God. And so I love this passage because Paul, what he's doing is he's talking about, he's encouraging us to make an action that action is to pray and for all people and for kings. He's giving us the content of what we should pray for, really, that, we would have, that, that, that they would lead in such a way that there would be peace and that we ourselves would be able to walk in a way that is godly, that's able, that's able to um, uh, demonstrate who God is to the world and that because his goal and his desire is that he would save all people. So listen, just, let's just take a moment here. How, according to this scripture, how we respond through this election process is actually important to God. It's important that, he would, that we would conduct ourselves in such a way that, God would, that people would know that God desires them to be saved. So let's just unpack this for a minute. Okay. So what, is, what does Paul say? First thing he says is, I want to, uh, there's four things he's asking us to do. He's urging. It's not, just a, it's not just a sense of, hey, this would be a good idea to do. He's actually urging Timothy. Strong words. And it says supplications. The first word is the, the, group, the, Greek, the root of that Greek word is to be in want or in lack. Right? It's to seek or to ask because you lack something. Okay? The second word is uh, the prayers is basically a a combination of two words. It's an exchange of a wish or a prayer. And so there's this divine exchange. Prayer is a divine exchange where where we express our wishes to God, where we express our desires to God, where we ask him to do something for us. And there's this exchange where he then does what we ask him to do. The third word, uh, which is uh, intercession, is uh, the root word is to have an interview. And, so, and, and it means to strike or hit the bullseye, to be spot on. And so what Paul's saying is that we want to intercede, which is to actually ask God what he wants to do. Let us lead him in what he wants to do. Uh, lead, sorry, let us... Let him lead us, I should say, in what he wants to do so that we intercede or we interview him and we actually pray in accordance with his will and that heaven and earth, the intersection of heaven and earth, that happens and we then get to release his will upon the earth. Okay. Thus, biblical intercession centers on waiting upon the Lord to learn what hits the mark and then speaking it out. It's to fall in line with God's will. It's to reveal how the one intervening should get involved after drawing near to God and agreeing with what he says. So what we want to do is not just pray our own prayers, but actually to hear God's heart 
and then agree with what God wants to do. Yeah? And because the word says that he, he, Jesus himself said, my sheep know my, or hear my voice, we actually have the ability, because of the Holy Spirit on the inside, to not guess about what Jesus is, or the Father wants to do, but actually to have that revealed to us and for us to align ourselves with it. What that requires is for us to lay down our own perceptions and perspectives and to hear God's word and hear God's will. And then the final thing is thanksgiving, and that literally means giving thanks to the fact that God is graciously leaning towards us all of the time. And even in that moment, that, that, you know, the root word of, of thanksgiving is, is, is grace, which is that God is leaning towards us. And therefore, we can be thankful to him because he is leaning towards us in such a way as to, as to hear, see our lack as to hear our need, as to be willing to make that divine exchange and to reveal his will to us so that we can pray in accordance with his will. Come on. We're not in the dark. We have the light of God in us. We have the revealed word of God through the, through the scriptures. He hasn't left us knowing not what to do. He knows what to do. So that's the first thing. The second thing he wants us to do is to, is, to, um, is to notice who we're praying for. Well, the first thing we're doing in all of those things, and so it's supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving, is we're making it for all people. Not just our people. Not just the people that we like. Not just the people that we agree with. But all people. Right? And for kings. Not the people that we agree with, not our party that we get in with and we happen to like and, oh Lord, please don't let that person come in and if that person comes in, then we're just going to have to speak negative words over them for the rest of this next four years. No, no, no. For all kings. And Paul, the crazy thing to me about this is Paul, he's writing this not in a democracy. He's writing this about a, a, an empire that is evil and wicked and it was actually ultimately going to be the cause of his own death. That the very authorities that he's urging Timothy to pray for, uh, it was the very authority, the emperor ultimately, that, that took Paul's life. Still, what Paul's saying is, I urge you, Timothy, make intercession, make prayers, make requests, be thankful, even though it seems like everything is upside down. We're to pray for all people. We're not to pray just for our people. We're to pray for all people. We're, not, we're to pray for kings. But we're not just to pray for kings, but we're to pray for everybody that is in a high position. In our context, that, context, that means praying for our president, whomever that may be, come whenever we get the results. Maybe it won't be Tuesday. Maybe it'll take a little, more, a little longer with the mail-in votes. In our case, it is to pray for that individual whether we like what's happened or not. Because here's the thing, above every government is the king of kings. Above every government on, on earth is God's government. And I love, love, love Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, where it says this, for unto us... A child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government, 
will be upon his shoulders. And he will be called the Wonderful Counselor, the Everlasting Father, the Almighty God, the Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. And so church family, let us not have our eyes on an election result. And let us not have our peace be determined or our level of joy be determined by who wins and whether our guy or whatever wins. And I'm conscious that in this room, in our church family, one of the beautiful things that we hold about this church family is our unity and our diversity. And so we're not talking about a Democrat or a Republican. We're not talking about who you want to vote for is entirely your choice. But if your person doesn't get in, please don't freak out. Please remember that above the government of, of our nation is the government of God. And he is this, he is the almighty God. He is the everlasting father. He is still going to father us, whether we have whoever gets in, into, into play. He is still going to father our nation. He is the wonderful counselor. He's the prince of peace. And that word peace isn't just an absence of conflict. In Hebrew, it actually means nothing lacking and nothing missing, the completeness of everything. Shalom. And so when the Bible says that on the, of the increase of his government, it means that there will, his rule and his reign, there will be no end to that. There's no place where his rule ends and then someone else's rule starts. He's already won the victory over sin and death and the devil on the cross. That's what shaped that. Those are the, those are the things that are above, we, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the unseen realm, those are the things that are addressing and impacting our culture in positive and negative ways. And, but, but God is above that. So make intercession because God is on the throne, because he's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. And I, I love Revelation 19, that picture of Jesus. Walk, uh, John sees this picture of Jesus and he is riding on a white horse and the armies of heaven are riding behind him. And he is, is the only one that his robe is dipped in blood and everyone else that are following are pure and white. What does that say to me? He's the one doing the fighting. We get to come in behind him. And it says a sword comes out of his mouth and his name is faithful and true. And he's the word of God. And then he goes on to say that he's the king of kings and he's the Lord of lords. Church family, lift up your eyes. This week, let's lift up our eyes. Obviously, we, I, I, I have a belief that, you know, it's important that we engage in, in the civil realm. It's important that we vote. It's important that we actually read through the, the, the party platforms and, and individuals' platforms, and, and not just at the, at the presidential level, but also at the state level, and even down to the local government level, which is probably the thing, the area that's the least uh, voted on. It's important that we do all of those things, and we, and we tune into that, and we hear God's heart, and, and we vote. Please, please vote. I, Ash and I are green card holders. We cannot vote at the moment. We're counting on you, on you guys to hear the voice of God and to vote in the way that God's calling you to. And we're making intercession. 
So please vote. So it's important that we do act, uh, you know, get involved in those civic things and we, we do stand up for what we believe is right and, and we do you know, um, call out things that we believe are wrong. However, that is not our only option. Our option is to pray, to ask God and to believe God that he is going to do amazing things. Okay, so there's that. So why do we want to do that? Well, he's saying this. Well, sorry, let me back up. The content of what he's saying is that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. In other words, pray that the rulers would have wisdom and counsel. They would, they would capture, the, so capture the heart of God and that they would actually lead in such a way that we, there would be peace and quietness that we would be able to live a life of prosperity, godly and dignified in every way. And notice that Paul says this, that is a good thing. He doesn't say get stirred up and get angry and start firing things off on, in, on the internet and, and shake and rattle and get, you know, start calling names to everybody else. No, he says, pray that you can live a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. When was the last time that you were godly and dignified on your social media account? Hopefully it's every day. When were you godly and dignified in the arguments that you were having or the conversations that you were having with people that weren't in agreement with your, your political views or your other views, whatever views that you have? Let love pervade everything that we do. God is on the throne no matter wins, no matter who wins. His desire, his goal, our goal for praying isn't just so that we can say, we won, we got a victory, blah, ha. No, it's that God says this. He desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. That's his desire for this nation is that, they would ex that we as a nation would experience and encounter the love of God, his salvation, his humility, his joy, his wisdom, and we would align ourselves with him. For there is, verse 5 says this, for there is one God and there is one mediator, one God and mediator between God and man, the man Jesus Christ, who gave himself as a ransom for all. Paul says in 2 Corinthians, the love in, five, in chapter 5, he says, the love of Christ compels us. The reality that Jesus ransomed his life, not just for Republicans, not just for Democrats, not just for the people that we agree with, not just for the people that hold our religious views and our, our faith, but for people, all people everywhere, that they would experience and encounter the love of God, and that they would come into a salvation, a saving knowledge of him, that's his heart. That's his desire. Jesus said, I didn't come to bring judgment into the world. He's the mediator of all. Okay. So, I think it's good to pray. Having laid that foundation, let's pray. And so we've invited a few of our friends. Um, we've invited some people that, um, that we, we, we want to come and pray with us. And so I want to invite um, uh, Erica. I want to invite uh, Day. Um, and we want to invite Jess.
to come and to, and to join us in prayer. We want to invite each one of us to, to stand, if you would, please. And uh, we're just going to spend the next 10 minutes or so praying. And so what I want to do, first of all, uh, and remembering what Paul just said to Timothy, that we are to, to give prayer and earth, thanksgiving and supplication and, um, and intercession, why don't we all, for a moment, lift up our voices individually, okay, together, um, to express what's on God's heart, all right? In fact, let's take, I'm going to start by saying this. Lord, would you right now come and reveal to us your will and that we would make intercession by aligning ourselves with what you want. Lord, we ask that you would help us, Lord, to know that what's on your heart, that we would have this divine exchange right now. And Lord, that we would walk in a spirit of love and of thanksgiving. And so right now, I want to encourage each one of you to lift up your voices for this election. We've got, we want to pray for peace. We want to pray for God to intervene. We want to pray for the will of God to be done. We want to pray for everybody that's in office. We want to pray for their blessing. So come on, lift up your voices, please. Don't, don't let us do all the talking. We're going to start first there, and then we're going to, um, we're going to have our friends here pray, and then we'll, I'll wrap up. Father, we lift them up in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask for your glory and for your goodness. Yes, Lord, we pray for our nation, God. Lord, we lift up this elections, God. We ask, Lord, for your will to be done. God, we ask for your peace to come. Lord, we ask, God, that whatever happens, Lord, that there would be no peace, no um, division that would come, no, no anger, no rioting. Lord, that you would, we would speak, you would speak peace over this nation in Jesus' name, that your righteousness would prevail. Thank you that your foundation of your throne is righteousness and justice, and we ask for that in Jesus' name. Yes, God. Um, this morning, as I was just uh, waiting on the Lord and just hearing his heart for this morning, um, I woke up and, <laughs> and I heard him say, pray the Lord's Prayer. And so if you know this, if you want to join in, me, in with me, we're going to declare this together because Jesus, he taught us how to pray. Our Father, Our Father in heaven, heaven, hallowed, hallowed be, your be your name. name. Your, your kingdom, kingdom come. come. Your, your will, will be done, done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us of our debts and our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Yes, Holy Spirit, yes, we declare this morning, God, that your kingdom would come and your will would be done here in Raleigh, here in Durham, God, here in North Carolina, in America, and in the nations of the world, God, all across the world, we declare that you are on the throne, Jesus. Yes, you are sitting at the right hand of your Father, God, and that whatever the outcome is, Holy Spirit, that you would turn it for good, yes, God. God. You would turn it for good for every person in this world, God, that um, that justice would reign, that righteousness would reign, that holiness would reign. And Holy Spirit, any way that we have looked to politics, we have looked to a leader, God, as um, 
even an idol in our heart, Holy Spirit, we, we repent for that in the name of Jesus. And we say that you are the one true King Jesus. You are the one on the throne. And we put our hope in you. We put our trust in you, God, because the things of this earth will fade away, but you are eternal and the things of heaven are eternal. And so we fix our gaze on you, Jesus. And we ask that your will would be yes, done. Lord. And we thank yes, you that Lord. the Prince of Peace is on the throne. And I declare that peace over our nation yes, in the name Lord. of Jesus. Yes, I declare Lord. it over every heart, over every home, God. The things that we are facing, God, whether it be unemployment, whether it be um, racial injustice, God, whatever it is, Holy Spirit, we ask that your peace would come and invade yes, every Lord. heart and every home. We yes, thank you Lord. that you are our peace and you are our rock. And today we choose, Holy Spirit, to put our faith in you, not our faith on the sand. We don't build our house on the sand, God, but we build our house on the rock, yes, which Lord. is you, Jesus Come Christ. On. We put our yes, trust Lord. and our hope in you. Thank you, Lord. Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Day. Amen. Uh, <clears throat> wow. Um, first, I just honor this house, this place, and you guys. Um, it's, it's a blessing to be at a place fully dependent upon God and the Holy Spirit, uh, which we need right at this time. But uh, yes, I'll try to make it quick. I was excited to receive a word um, last night, couldn't sleep. Um, and I pray that you guys get the same. Um, in, in Philippians, I, I, I would do a disservice not to read it. Um, there, was some, there was some quarreling going on in the church. <laughs> and uh, two people were disagreeing with each other in public. And it was causing damage to the church. And Paul wrote a letter, and not out of condemnation, but the letter that he wrote. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray, pray. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds any understanding. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. So uh, I'll be quick. Yeah, now you're good. I was driving on a road and it was just signs, Pence, Trump, Biden, vote, vote, vote. And there was one sign all by itself that said, pray for Trump, vote for Biden. Or you can reverse it. Pray for Biden, vote for Trump. Prayer is all I want to talk about. Have, have we forgotten to pray? Have we forgotten the peace that comes with prayer, the power of prayer? Yes. So, Father, we thank you, thank you Lord. that our worry and our anxiety goes away with prayer. Yes, God. Before we talk to anyone else, Father, may we be excited to wake up, to go to bed, in between, to just pray. Yes, God. Father, forgive us for forgetting the power of prayer, the yes, power Lord. of speaking with and hearing from you. And Father, I ask that you would just remove a spirit of anxiety right now in the mighty yes, name Lord. of Jesus. Would you remove our fear, our worry, our anger, our frustrations right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, remind us of our identity. We are not victims. A lot of us, Father God, we've been feeling like victims. We've been feeling bombarded and just dealing with all of this turmoil, but we are victorious Come in on, Jesus' name. Father, may we respond as victorious people. May we move as 
uh, victorious people and may we live and continue to live prosperously as victorious people as we bring heaven here to earth father god remind us continually how powerful our words are how powerful our mindset are and how powerful we are as we depend on your leadership and not the leadership of any man any government or any situation father remind us to bless this nation constantly to, to to pray for our leaders constantly and to always be focused, Father God, on thinking, 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 thinking about the better things in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Thank you, Lord. We seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yes, Lord. And your righteousness. Yes, God. And all these things shall be added unto us. Thank you, Lord. Come on. <laughs> Lord, we call the presence of that government that sits on your shoulder yes. into the earth in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Your kingly government of teachers, your kingly government of pastors, your kingly government of evangelists, your kingly government of prophets, your kingly government of apostles. Come on. We call forth the government of God to yes, rule Lord. and reign in every crack, every corner, every crevice in the earth yes, in Lord. the name of Jesus. No more shall we look to man because you have placed in us that which we seek. So we stand today. Teach uh, us to stand, Lord. Teach us how to rule and reign from your right hand in everything and everywhere we go. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we dispatch angels from every yeah. level of heaven into the earth realm. Angels of yes. light. Yes. Angels of holiness. Yes. Your angels of truth. Your angels of power, your angels of realignment, your angels that come against the division that we have allowed to rise up on the earth as the body of Christ. And we say, rise up, government of God. Yes. We ask for forgiveness where we have looked to man. Yes, God. Lord, we ask for forgiveness where we have put our opinions of our earthly positions on top of and above your kingly opinion yes, and position. Lord, we ask for forgiveness for everywhere we've allowed our opinions and our earthly past identity to intertwine in the body of Christ. Lord, we ask for forgiveness. Yes, Lord. And we say, Father God, have your way. way. Yes, Lord. Cause us to rise in this season that you have caused disruption so your order may stand. Yes, Lord. Government of God. Yes, God. Rise up yes, in the Lord. earth. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Dave. Proverbs 11.11 says this. Hopefully you can be able to quote it now because we've talked about it a lot. But the blessing of the upright, by the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted. By the mouth of the wicked, it is thrown down. Final thing to do, thank you guys for praying. It's so powerful. Is to, let's just bless our nation. Bless the USA. Bless our city. Bless our state. Go for it. 
We thank you, Lord, that your word says that, the right, that righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. And so we bless this nation with righteousness and justice. That, it's, that, that our rulers at the national level, at the state level, and at the local level would walk in righteousness and justice. That would be the foundation. We bless this nation to prosper. We bless this nation with peace. We speak peace over this nation. In Jesus' name, we bless this nation with unity, with coming together, not separating. We bless this nation to prosper. We bless our governor. We bless our president. We bless whoever becomes president. We bless whoever becomes our governor, our mayors, our city leaders, our councillors, all of those at every level. We bless them in Jesus' name. Amen.